You're listening to the Rebel Scum Podcast. You are always scum. Rebel Scum. From odds making to list rankings, we've got you covered. And don't forget to join us on Patreon for early access and exclusive content. Here are your hosts, Brock and James. I don't know if you you read this, but Giancarlo Esposito says that answers to the Mandalorian will start to be revealed in seasons three or four. And the internet went ballistic because there's going to be a fourth season of the Mandalorian, even though Bob Iger said so in his, in his conference, his investor call like a year ago, he was like, yeah, we'll go four seasons and we're going to do spinoffs. But Giancarlo Esposito says that everybody forgets that Bob Iger said it a year ago um, the only thing I will say that is exciting about that is that I am excited for more Star Wars and more Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, hundred uh, percent thrilled because I love season one of the Mandalorian. I, 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 I. Do you have any doubt in your mind? By the way, I'm James. He's Brock. This is the Rebel Scum Podcast. Huzzah! Hi. Is there any doubt in your mind that you will enjoy? season two of the Mandalorian. Do you think, and I should rephrase this. Do you think it's going to pull a Fonzie and jump the shark at all this season? Because we've heard it. We've heard Ahsoka. We've heard Boba Fett. We've heard Rex. We've heard um, uh, Cody. We've heard many things that could suggest a shark will be jumped. But like, wasn't Happy Days on the air for a couple of years before they jumped? The I believe shark? I believe it was like seven. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they but ran out of ideas. <laughs> well, no, but they they took them that well. They ran out of ideas before that, but it took them that long. It could take a show like The Mandalorian less than that. If you, I'm just asking a question mm. here. I don't actually believe it because poopy poop. No. Yeah. No. It's no. There's. It's gonna be good. You might not like it because, you know, the first season, is it, if it brings you in, you get excited. And usually the first season's the best season, right? So, uh, I, no, yeah. I would, I would, I would strongly disagree with that. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Roll your eyes. Here's, here's why. There's a lot of times when the first season's very good, but a lot of times, and I think this could be the case with The Mandalorian, is this is, they're getting their feet wet. They're, they're yeah. learning what their show is. And then later on, I would say season three of good shows is when they figure it out. And those are usually the strongest seasons of them all is season three. This is based on nothing at all. I haven't seen many shows, but I, <laughs> it did look, the first season. You're like, these are the characters. This is the scenarios. This is what we're doing. Second season. You've kind of figured it out. Yeah. Third season. You're like, okay, we're all in on it. And, and then you move on from there. So I, I mean that, no, you no continue. No, I had nothing to say. I was just uh, you were no, silent. Like, I think most uh, sitcoms are kind of like that. So you're not wrong. And The Mandalorian does show that where it's like, here's a new character and here's a new thing, and it's like there's not a whole lot of depth. But I don't know. I guess the first season is very very good, and now they know that people are interested in this character because it is a gamble. They're like, oh, here's a Mandalorian. What's a Mandalorian? Most people don't know. <laughs> They're like, that looks like that Boba Fett character. 
Yeah. And they're like, well, that's a Mandalorian. It's like, okay, <laughs> we're on for the ride. And then it's the flagship show for a streaming it, thing. I don't know if you know this, but it tied a Star Wars record for the most awards won at a single award show. Yeah, right. Uh, I don't know what the I don't know what it tied. Um, I would guess like a New Hope or something. You'd have to think. It's not the holiday special or the Ewok movies. I I would hope not. We talked about it last week a little bit. I was really excited that I won cinematography. Music was a big win. It it obviously didn't win the the big awards with the the you know best drama and whatnot. But it won seven of fifteen of its fifteen yeah. nominations. It won uh, seven. It's no Shit's Creek. There's not enough Canadians working on the Mandalorian for it to yeah. sweep. Do you watch Shit's Creek at all? Are you a Shit's Creek? Uh, I've watched like the first three seasons or so. So, but yeah, good for Shit's Creek. Man. I'm a huge Eugene Levy fan. Yeah, a huge. Who isn't a huge? Like, is there anyone watching right now? Let me know. Do you not like Eugene Levy? Everyone likes <laughs> Eugene Levy. I was so happy yeah, when cool. he had a resurgence with American Pie. It was like, yeah. <gasps> yeah. What iteration of Eugene Levy do you like? Yeah. <laughs> There's several. He's like Batman. <laughs> SCTV, classic, American Pie. But the thing, uh, there's a new American Pie coming out. Did you know that? God, it's like I it guess is. it's like the female perspective because it's. I think it's the. It, anyway, I I didn't watch the the trailer or anything, but I saw that it was because I go on um, the movie store online and I look at like movies because they go on sale, and then they had like coming soon, and the coming soon has been very depressing lately because there's been no movies coming out right it's been like you're gonna like this animated scooby-doo show that we're selling like that's what it's been, it's been like 90 scooby-doos uh the scooby-doo first halloween adventure is coming out by the way and uh they had an american pie girls way or the girls say all or i don't know what it's called but eugene levy is not in that because i was gonna say he's been in i think every single american pie and american pie spinoff yeah, uh, so. since yeah, and then the fourth one when they killed off his wife, that was sad. <laughs> uh the American Pie expanded universe. I think uh, Eugene, <laughs> Eugene Levy should be in Star Wars. Case closed. He probably would have been. You know what? If the prequels were made today, he would be. He would be Dex. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> Obi-Wan. Well, hi there, Obi-Wan. The Mandalorian, those seven awards out of six, 17, 15 nominations is very well done. It won, you know, a lot of the ones you you would suspect it to, but for me, cinematography and, and music really stood out, and those were really prominent, uh, I thought, in that show. Mm. Yeah, man. Do you like <laughs> The Mandalorian? Like, okay, um... Also, we we got to bring in this. I was not on the rundown today, Brock, but we got to talk about Tony Gilroy is once again uh, not involved. Cassie Nandor yeah. went from everybody's been involved, the, but uh, Tony Gilroy will not be directing the first three episodes. They have the director of of Black, Black Mirror. Mirror coming in to do the first three episodes, but this this is different. This is COVID related. Clearly, Disney Lucasfilm they have a date that they want this thing to hit. Disney Plus. I think that's the key. I think they have a date they wanted to hit Disney Plus. I feel like it's going to be October, November next year is when they want it to hit because I need something to get us to renew. 
And so because of COVID, Tony Gilroy's probably in England or somewhere and he can't travel. And because he can't travel, they had to to find someone else to direct the three episodes. He's still on as showrunner and executive producer, so the scripts are all going to go through him. There'll be a certain continuity. I'm sure he'll Skype into the set every single day. Uh, what did you make of this of this news? Uh, I read an article where it's like casting Andor news surging ahead, and like has new director. I'm like. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> like uh that's not huge uh but uh i'm all for it it's like yeah i get it you have to tell this director's track record and i uh, i know he did the ss McAllister episode of black mirror which is a good one uh and apparently he's done this show utopia that is not out yet on amazon but i would looked it up and it looked pretty sweet so he definitely exists in the thing, but it doesn't matter because I'm sure someone's writing Cassian Andor. So. Oh, it's Tony Gilroy still. Yeah, exactly. He's still the showrunner too, yeah. right? Yeah, so. yeah, he's still on. This is what's going to get annoying, though. Is is I don't. I, sorry, I don't know the name of this new director that they had. I have. I don't yeah, really I don't watch know. Black Mirror or anything. But I'm sure he has a reel, and I'm sure that he is uh, qualified and talented. And they did their due diligence in hiring him to direct these three episodes. And if you look at, let's say, the the directors of The The Mandalorian season one, and you tell me that everybody's most excited about Deborah Chow, and I would say, well, most people had never heard of Deborah Chow before they seen those three episodes. So I I would, you know, just sit back and relax and enjoy the ride. I've said this enough where I'm kind of getting tired of, knowing too much about the behind the scenes because you know there'll be a review of casting and be like and you could really tell that the director mix up but you know that's coming from some snotty ass pig of a fake critic is going to be saying that and, and it's just uh i don't i don't want to hear that i think you know it doesn't matter who's behind the camera to us as long as they bring their a game and uh, we shouldn't notice yeah. who's behind the camera. It should be the Cassie Andor show, and, and it should be Diego Luna and K2SO, and that should be what's selling us on this show, not the way the camera panned from left to right. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's nice when stuff looks good or it's whatever, gonna, but, like, you know. It's going to look good. That's the thing. Like there's, there's, I don't see a scenario where it doesn't look good because it's, it's almost impossible. You know, when you're, they're going to shoot on the volume They they have the technology. It's going to be impossible for it not to look good and look like star Wars. That's those are my thoughts. I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, it, I don't know. Just give us content. Like I, I pay, I pay for Disney plus. I'll watch anything. <laughs> well, COVID kind of, I think, screwed over. Some yes, of yes, stuff. yes. But like, still, no, I know. Content. There's an Olaf uh, special coming out, Brock. There's an Olaf mm. special, so you got that to tie you over for some time. No, I, you know, in what you're saying, from what I've noticed is, you know, then when Disney Plus had that big announcement, like we're coming out with Disney Plus, they were like the Mandalorian, and they they mentioned all these shows and. And really, it's just been the Mandalorian. Like, how many of their own shows do they have? And I don't mean the docu series style shows, because those those can be whipped up, but and those aren't very costly. But how many of their own shows? 
and look, I don't, I'm not familiar, so I could be dead wrong, but I don't think they've produced that many original series for Disney Plus right now. I mean, there is stuff, uh, but it's like, I mean, like uh, Yvette Nicole Brown from Community has like a game show, but it's a game show, yeah, like one or two game shows. That there's that Earth to Ned Muppet show that I thought was cool. That was the new Muppet show that was. But isn't that a bunch of shorts? No, it's like a full thirty minutes. Oh, I thought it was just like a short little. No, yeah. So there, there is stuff, but it's like it's for kids. (laughs) So it's like we might find it fun, but it's not overly engaging actually i'm surprised uh that the black dark crystal stuff didn't come on disney plus i guess it's rated PG. well no nef no well, netflix had the rights before disney plus full, was a thing full exclusive yeah so now but did netflix canceled it yeah they canceled oh, yeah. they canceled the dark crystal which you know i'm a huge fan of that yeah. first episode was something um but I, look, there's an opportunity maybe for Disney to uh, to pick that up and continue it on Disney Plus. Yeah. I I highly doubt it. I think that's one of the part of the issues with Disney Plus. I think has been the family friendliness of the content. Like, yeah, exactly. I, I will say, WandaVision looks. I thought that trailer yeah. was fantastic. I don't know what's going on, and I don't care. I was yeah. all in. It's clearly their their comic book uh, costume parts are going to be part of a Halloween party. Yeah, but it looked. I thought it looked great. Falcon and Winter Soldier obviously is being delayed, and I have no idea what that'll look like. But how? And Mandalorian also, I think I feel like Falcon and Winter Soldier will be on the same level as Mandalorian in terms of action and yeah, the, so. the age group. Those aren't necessarily for kids. The watching the no. and it's it's weird that that Disney Plus has this thing where they want to be all for kids because if you remember um, High Fidelity, the TV show with. Uh, uh, Zoe Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz. That was supposed to be on Disney Plus, and they're like, "Well, it's too adult," so they put it on Hulu. Now it's been canceled. Yeah. Um, and then Lizzie McGuire, Lizzie McGuire, where she's like in her twenties or thirties or whatever, was supposed to come on. They're like, "Oh, it's too adult," and they never went through with it. Now maybe they're going to go through with it for Hulu. I think it is. Yeah. And it, it's I don't know. I think they're shooting themselves in the foot with all of these. No, oh, it's not for kids. And now there's that rumor going on where you're going to put in a you could put in a key code to watch more adult content but the x-men movies i don't know i just i don't see i haven't seen high fidelity so i don't know i love the book and i love the john cusack movie yeah. huge fan and so maybe you delve into it but mandalorian i just don't see how you can convince me that x-men and and mandalorian and falcon and winter soldier are for kids and the family but something like lizzie mcguire wouldn't be I just don't. I think they're shooting themselves in the foot. See, it's they own Hulu, so it makes sense. But that only works in America, and Hulu yes. is packaged with Disney Plus. Like, yeah. so like, um, logically in America, it does make sense. You're like, but it doesn't. We don't get Hulu here, so it's and we're not the only ones though. That's yeah. That's, oh, exactly. No, it's yeah. only, really only America. I'm yeah. sure people watch Hulu in other countries, but. It's not easy to get. So it's like, I don't know. It's, it's Disney though, right? Like that. It doesn't matter if Disney owns what they own. The the logo is on the front when you open the app. So it's like, it has to be a certain caliber thing. Like, I don't know. It's, 
I don't know. I, yeah. I think there's a way around it. They're going to figure it out because I think they're going to gain yeah. more subscribers if they get like Logan is an extreme clearly and Deadpool's Deadpool. I don't know if they'll ever have a place. I don't know why they like there there could be a section where you go to it and it is more mature content like that and they could say and then the the passcode can work and then there sh- hopefully they'd make a way around putting a passcode because every time I go on Disney Plus I don't want to put in a passcode because at the current state of my life I don't have any children running around. Maybe at one point I'll have to put in one, but right now I don't ha- I don't see that happening. So I don't know. I just look Mandalorian. Is there a concern that they'll they'll start babying these Star Wars shows to fit their family friendly agenda? And also, Brock, the question I really want to ask you is where the what the hell is going on with Obi Wan Kenobi? <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, I think you're right. Like, it should just be like make a profile on Disney Plus and like. Your kids can only go in this one, just like Netflix does it, right? And then password protect it. Really, like we, it doesn't affect people like us because we don't yeah. have kids in the house at every single day. But like, uh, I think corporate greed will find a way around it. And I'm not slamming Disney, but it's just like we have all this, all these properties, and we can't show them on Disney Plus because Disney is supposed to be family oriented. But like, we need to compete with Netflix, so we can't stop ourselves that's something but i mean perhaps that solution right now is just hulu it could be hulu but they have to make hulu available elsewhere and then you get into the other problem is then you get into more rights issues because who owns what in what region and blah 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 um no i think you do it within your own app yeah you i i mean i think it'd be in their best interest just to phase out hulu and and put it all into one wouldn't it like I, i don't know anything about this stuff what do i know but the, 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 I just I have um, so many right now, and a lot of them I get free through my provider, not Hulu or Disney yeah. or anything cool, like the, the lesser ones. And I look at them like these are so redundant because I get them through my provider. I feel like we're going, we're reversing into like ins- no more cable. It's all going to be uh, streaming, and we're going to pay like one streaming provider, like. It'll be Apple and Android, and they'll just and you'll be like, pay us a hundred dollars for a month, and we're gonna give you everything. That's what it's gonna end up being. It's gonna be again, you get everything, all every app you want, hundred bucks a month. It's gonna be Apple and Android. They're gonna split it down the middle, just like everything else. Uh, there'll be you know some weird third party one that'll pop up as well that nobody will use because yep. they don't trust it. And that's what's that's what it's gonna be. And we're gonna be paying the same we were for for cable, with the exception of the fact that we will get to watch things whenever we want. Absolutely. Like I had Stitcher and Spotify, but I canceled Stitcher because Stitcher's just podcast and it's a profoundly better podcast platform than Spotify is. But I'm using Spotify for music and it has all the podcasts on there that I like to listen to on Stitcher. So I can't pay for two things. The only thing that Spotify doesn't do is take the ads out which is what Stitcher is known for if you have the premium thing. So it's like uh, okay. it's frustrating, but it's not at the end of the day. It's like, I'll listen to a couple ads if it means I only pay for one thing a month. So 
Yeah, no, that's that's absolutely right. It's there's too many things going on. We did. I was yeah. just we were going through everything, and we have like 19 subscriptions to everything. Yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. My favorite one is Nintendo because it's twenty five dollars a year. Yeah. <laughs> but even then, I'm like, really? I'm paying for. They don't really yeah. offer much except for those. I mean, the old games, I guess. But I just paid nine hundred dollars for Mario 3D All Stars. <laughs> just I just wanted to play Mario Sunshine. I have Galaxy on my Wii, yeah. which I still play, and I have uh, 64 on my DS, which is a better version than the one on the on, yeah. the on the Switch. I just wanted to play Sunshine, and I had to pay $80 to play freaking Sunshine. I'm the only one that likes Sunshine, and they couldn't just give it to me. I called them several times. They went into it. I don't get why they don't put more old games on. Like, uh, they're, pay- they're charging top dollar for it. They're doing yeah. it like crazy. Nintendo's a scam. That's it. If they released all the original like Pokemon games on Switch, I would probably buy all of them. <laughs> yeah, that's what I just did with these Mario games. I kicked yeah. myself the whole way getting it. I was like, you son of a mother. Yeah. But it is what it is. Um, Mandalorian Season 2, I'm very, very excited for it. Cannot Absolutely. wait. Uh, you, I hope we don't get another trailer. I'm, I'm confident we will. I feel like maybe not a full like two-minute trailer, but I think we're going to get like TV ads are going to start showing up more and more as we get closer to season two because disney plus don't forget all the year release subscriptions that subscribe november 11th november 12th last year they're all due in in a month and a half from now so they're gonna want you brock to to pony up your your another another year and they want oh, to remi- yeah, that's right. exactly and they want to remind you that the mandalorian season two is coming October thirtieth, and to do that, they're gonna throw. They're gonna say, "Well, he's not watching it right now. He's watching Monday Night Football. Let's put a commercial for it on Monday Night Football." Oh, he's not watching this. He's watching Big Brother. We'll put the commercial on Big Brother. So commercials are gonna start to peep in. I'm hoping. I don't know about you, but I'm hoping they don't show too much. If you remember last year's stuff, we got IG Eleven speaking towards the very, very end. Um, I think that was the only real giveaway. Was oh, he's a Mandalorian or something? He said it was, but we got him him speaking. So I just hope we don't get too much given away. Yeah. Um, I was just thinking about this this week. Why? I I know why you have to release trailers on YouTube. But they really missed the, missed the opportunity to like maybe 12 hours prior to releasing it on YouTube. Release it on Disney Plus on the main page. The trailer for Mandalorian. Like... I get, I'll get like a, a thing from Disney Plus, like Mandalorian season two available mm-hmm. in October, and but it's like the next day, and I'm like, what? I mean, that could be fixed, or but like really, like drop drop the trailer on the thing, like make it a thing, people will click on it. And I don't know, it's make it an exclusive thing that you like, you want, or just behind the scenes thing. And release it. I, we don't want to know more about Mandalorian, but you know what I mean. Like, there's an opportunity that's completely 100%. missed here. They did so, it with, with Rise of Skywalker. Remember, they had that really crappy clip that you could watch, like the right. day, the, the the episode of the Mandalorian that that aired on the Wednesday, that Wednesday instead of the Friday. You could watch a clip for the Rise of Skywalker, which in the movie is fine, but as a clip, you're like, okay, you know, yeah. it, was, it was nothing. They are missing opportunities to do that. I, what I don't know if this was their plan to release this trailer when they did, because I know somebody had an Xbox One, and the Disney Plus app on that Xbox One 
gave away all the the screenshots for season two that they're planning like the wallpapers for it um i, I that's what i heard anyway that it was an xbox one happening so i don't i'm not sure if that was when they planned on dropping that trailer but again they could have put that on anytime you know they yeah. can be like hey um rewatch the mandalorian and why and watch the mandalorian season two trailer now and then you'd go on to the Mandalorian page on Disney Plus, watch the trailer, yeah. and maybe because you're watching the trailer, you're going to watch an episode of the Mandalorian. That's yeah. how it works, right? You get excited for it, you get amped up. You're like, "Oh man, I love the Mandalorian! I'm going to watch this yeah. episode from season one." And then maybe you end up watching a second one, and then a third, one. and then all of a sudden you're on their app. You're you're downloading their content. You are they, you are the reason that they exist now. And yeah, I, I yeah, I know. I don't I don't disagree with you at all. It's and it's just perfect marketing uh, research because they're like, how many people are actually watching the trailer on the thing? Maybe they've already done that. I don't know. Like, but you're right. Like, if you watch the trailer, and they're like, I'm gonna watch an episode because it's 30 minutes. That would be interesting, don't you think? It's like, oh, and that, that's cl- like you just described it. That's classic marketing. It's like, oh, I've seen this. Now I want to go do it. So, yeah, yep, that's no. I think that, I don't know this. The way the handling of Star Wars as a whole right now is baffling to me. Mm-hmm. Like the Star Wars, it, we talk about this all the time. Star Wars is all about merchandise and merchandise. Remember when the Force Awakens came out? Everybody made fun of it. Like, oh look, the oranges have a sticker with BB-8 on them. Mm-hmm. You know, or like that apple has a R2D2. Everyone made fun of it. But that's what Star Wars is. Star Wars is in your face. They want to be there. And then all of a sudden, something happened. And they said, nah, we don't really care. Nah, Star Wars isn't there anymore. Yeah, yeah, Red Stormtroopers. I hope you like them. And they just have forgotten everything. Like, the Mandalorian wasn't plastered anywhere, really, last year. So, yeah. I, I I think they're missing out on that. Like, you know, I, like the Baby Yoda thing, I get why they held Baby Yoda on as a secret for so long. Um, I get it. And now the cho- toys are out. But they're still, like... There's a few. I feel like there's still. Well, I mean, even Star Wars Celebration, the store, like, there's no Baby Yoda anything on that thing. But that is your prime jewel right now. The savior of Star Wars is Baby Yoda, and they be like, nah, now we weren't gonna even mention Baby Yoda at Celebration. <laughs> what? Well, who are you? Uh, so I, I, the whole thing is to me, it's like. Come on, get your act together, man. Baby, you're yeah. marketing High Republic with a picture of young Yoda. You know Yoda sells. Now you have the cutest version of Yoda who's selling like gangbusters who everybody has fallen in love with and you're hiding him away. Absolutely. I don't know. Cara <laughs> Dune. Cara Dune. Yeah. Cara Dune. Do you want to go over the number time of the odds? Never tell me the odds, James. 185th episode of Never Tell Me the Odds. Have we done this since the start? Mm, maybe? I want to say yes. Never tell me the odds of that. Hello. Never tell me the odds brought to you by our patrons from Patreon who are perfectly... 
Pitch perfect. Uh, and they are Heidi Fetter, executive producer, Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Mary Kristen Aton, Jeff Wilson, Phil Stanforth, Sooner Thron, Scott D, Josh Price, Matt W. <clears throat> Rez, Frank Perkins, Neil Lowry, D, Raven, Spencer, Gleek Play One, Automated Joy, Disney, Desi, Charlotte, Kayla Davis, Aaron Quinton, Jericho Kane, Girls with Sabres, and Black Widow has been pushed to May 7th, Lucas. Denim Nerds. Denim, Denim Nerds. What are the odds today, James? They are quite frankly the greatest odds we have ever come up with in the history of Never Tell Me the Odds. Uh, will Moff Gideon be the series of villain through all possible four seasons? Will Moff Gideon be our main antagonist? It's hard to say because it's like we only got a little bit of him, right? Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't want a series where it's like, Oh, he's the villain for half a series, and then we get a new one. It's, that feels like too much like Walking Dead, where it's like, by the mid part of the season, it's a new problem after that, and you're like, well, who's the bad guy here? I mean, they could do it and be make it still good. So I want him to be the, the villain throughout. I'm going to say 80%. Here's a question for you. How did it work yeah. in Game of Thrones? The villain, the villain does kind of change, but it's always basically the Lannisters. <laughs> There's other villains, but the main villain tends to stay throughout the whole series. I'm just asking because John Favreau said that he was taking a lot from from Game of Thrones. So I'm hoping that I'm hoping that it remains Moff Gideon. I'm gonna go seventy three percent, seventy three, because I'm hoping it remains Moff Gideon, and uh, I mean. Who knows? We'll probably get something in this season. I'll be like, I don't know. I want him dead. I want a new guy in. Or this new woman in. This new evil dark, dark lord. Uh, next odd. The odds of Mando's backstory will reveal a massive plot twist this season. When we learn something, you'll be like, oh my gosh, he's a clone of Boba Fett. I, I would think so, because, like, the first season was kind of like that. It's like you had this recurring vision, and you're like, by the last episode, you're like, oh, that's what it means. I don't know if it's, like, really that, like, wow. But, like, it does explain the character a lot to you by the last episode. So I'm going to go, yeah, 99%. Yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? <laughs> I'm going to go the other. I'm going to go 35 Wow. I think we'll get some plot twists, but I don't think they'll come from the past. Now that I said that, we got to check the tape on October 30th and be like, first episode right away, James. You were wrong. <laughs> you know, that's going to be the case. <laughs> uh, the final odd today, the odds Mando season two uh, will find the planet of Yoda's, the Yoda species planet. Will we get there in season two? I don't know if we'll get there. Perhaps the last episode was like, and we're going to go to this planet. I feel like that's what it would be. And the whole season's just going to be about getting to that or finding some of the origin. Or just not even a matter of like, he needs to know what Baby Yoda is. He just wants to bring Baby Yoda home, wherever that may be. 
Andrew thinks that his name's going to be that the species will be called Zocknarf, which is Frank Ar- Frank Oz backwards. Zocknarf. That's not bad. <laughs> Sorry, I know, right? <laughs> it would be great. I hated it right away, but like yes, same with me. And then it when he works, <laughs> I know, then I'm like son of a gun. I hate you, Andrew Fantasia. Uh, I'm going to go 20%. Screw it. I don't want to get there. I hope we never get there. I hope we never heard, learn the baby, the species name. I hope it is what it is. I hope baby Yoda just becomes his own, her own, its own thing, its own person. And that's it. I don't care if we get to that planet, the show uh, proved to us in season one that it didn't need to even talk about where that thing came from at all for us to care about it or want to know anything. And I was never like, well, where did it come from? Never once did I question where it came from. I was always like, I always was like, Werner Herzog, where's the baby? I would like to see the baby. <laughs> that was me every single time I started watching The Mandalorian. It's like, where the hell is he? <laughs> that part in the trailer where he shuts the egg. They know what they're doing over there. They yeah, get absolutely. it. They know it. Uh, anyway, I'm going low on that one. Anything else you want to contribute to? Never tell me the old. Oh gosh, I was gonna say something. No, what was it? Uh oh, uh, Andrew's supposed naming of the planet that Yoda's from. That's a ripoff of the the movie Zardoz. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds right to me. Andrew Fantasia yeah. is a thief. Here's our Bible. It used to say Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Zardoz. Amazing. All right, you ready for the news? You know it. Holla news. Da 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 da. Holla news. Da 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 da. Holla news. Now I am going to turn my mic off. Holla news. The news you need to know right now. Well, we were talking about the Mandalorian, but there's some more Mando info you're going to want to know. Disney and Lucasfilm announced this week that Mando Mondays and all new global consumer products, games, and publishing program kicking off in October 26th that will debut goods inspired by the show. Once uh, it, re- it releases episodes of the Mandalorian on Disney+, Plus, you can... Run over to MandoMondays.com each Monday to see what new toys, collectibles, apparel, books, comics, digital content, and more will be unveiled. Mando Mondays will run for nine weeks, culminating on December 21. And I do believe some of that merchandise has already been revealed with the Mandalorian Black Series. And there's a bunch of stuff. There's even some kind of like Polaroid camera that takes pictures with a watermark of Baby Yoda in it. I... It was sort of vague on how exactly it worked, but it's out there. Uh, if you're a Han Solo, Solo, colon, a Star Wars story fan, you'll be glad to know that composer John Powell has announced this week on his Instagram they will be releasing Solo, a Star Wars story, the deluxe edition soundtrack, which will fe- feature over two hours of his original score from the Ron Howard film. Uh, and it apparently will have everything you've heard and a few things that we haven't been put in the movie. And then there's a whole bunch of extra stuff. So if you're a music person, check this out. And you know what? It's been a light week. And this has been your hollow news. My mic was still off. <laughs> now it's on. 
top five. <laughs> top five. What's the top five today? Guys? I actually forgot. We're going to have to make this up as we go. It's top five Star Wars sequel trilogy duels. Hello. That's, on the paper. <laughs> That's not going to be easy, is it? Uh, I think I have four. Hold on. Sequel trilogy duels. Yeah. Who the hell fought in the sequel trilogy? Oh, I know. Phasma. <laughs> My number five is Phasma and Finn. My number five is Phasma and Finn because I didn't think of that till now. <laughs> it was good. I liked it. It has our name in it. So obviously we love that duel. <laughs> uh, number four will be Ray and Luke from The Last Jedi when she's like, blah, blah, blah. And he knocks him over. And she goes, he goes, this will not go the way you think. That's a duel, bro. <laughs> My number four is the Kylo versus Ray on the murder planet. Our first really big lightsaber battle for the series, I suppose. And I thought it was pretty good. Uh, the opening of The Last Jedi with the ships. That's a duel. I don't care. <laughs> My number three. Uh, I'm going to go... Oh God! What was it? I I know my two. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's like okay, I, I should mine. write this down or something. Uh, I'm gonna go. Luke versus Kylo on crate. Beautiful. There's not a ton of lightsaber battle in that, but it's still a cool scene. Ooh, I should have made that my number three instead of the opening. Yeah, but I didn't. Uh, number two, Kylo and Ray versus Shivp Palpatine, because that ended the saga. My number two, Praetorian Guards uh, versus Kylo and Rey in uh, Last Jedi, the throne room. That's right. That's right. That's my number one. That's right. Screw it. It's the best part of No, any, I know it's your number one. It's the best part of any movie in the sequel trilogy. Yeah. But number yeah. one is Palpatine versus Rey. <laughs> no. That's the part when, like, Kylo's gone and they're like, I am the Jedi. And they're like, I am immortal. Oh my god! <laughs> I think you told me you had that, but this is the first time I've seen yeah, it. Yeah, wait, wait. So this is we got Yoda. Check this out, Yoda. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, Dooku. <laughs> two types of Yoda. <laughs> we got how many Yodas are there? At least two. Check this one out. You have all these things, <laughs> and you don't sit my, in front of them. <laughs> my my series will not be produced. I don't recall I've already got droid. This match is my last Jedi. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, why why are these not on the wall behind you? I haven't had I haven't had a chance yet. People uh -huh, listening uh -huh. people listening are like, this is boring. The, he has standees. Yoda standees. And now Princess Amidala, Qui-Gon Jinn, and Obi-Wan. And Anakin. From... Check it out. Oh, there he is. Dude, there's so many of them. Yeah. Uh, Steve, my friend Steve got me these. Check this one out. God, this one's dusty. <laughs> Darth Maul. What is it? Looks like you're gonna rip it. Is it like oh it, it like it was part of something? Like it stood out on the it's side or something? It's got stickers on it, yeah, it must have been part of Weird Standy. Okay, hold on. Uh ten minutes. And Star Wars. <laughs> Do you wanna a Nabu clock. 
This is exciting stuff. People are losing their check. This this is the boarding pass to the Millennium Falcon. Oh, for like Disney Plus or to Disney no, Galaxy Z? For like you're a kid in the eighties. <laughs> oh my god, let me see that. I, oh, I've seen those. I want that. It's a piggy bank. Oh, that's a collector's item for sure. This was Ewok nineteen eighty three ten dollars. I guess at a thrift store. Was that's a uh, that's a year older than me. <laughs> anyway, uh, anyway, there's that. Uh, there's uh, some there's uh, some magnets. Jar Jar Binks, nice. Amadala, Maul. Anyway, there's uh, some goodies in here. We'll go through another day. That was top five. Let us know what your top five duels of the sequel trilogy are. Ooh. There's actually, I think it gets a lot of flack for not having great duels. Just talking to people, like, there, there, nothing happens. And I was like, you know, doing this. I'm like, no, no, there, things happen. You just have to pay more attention to them because they're not in your face. They're not as extravagant as the prequel trilogy, um, but they're not as, as uh, lackadaisical, lackadaisical as the original trilogy. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. 185 <laughs> episodes. This has been a thrill. Thanks, Brock. It's been fun. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you want to say? Um, No. <laughs> I'm Me? like, oh, apparently Dr. Aphra, uh, issue number four, there is a preview on StarWars.com. So if you're reading that, go check it out. I hear it's good. I haven't been reading comics. Me neither. I will check it out though because I'm interested. I haven't gotten into Doctor Afro. Not that I haven't wanted to or anything, but I just have not had a chance to. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, so yeah. I will. Anyway, this is when episode 185. I'm James. He's Brock, and he was always scum. Rebel scum. Hey scumbags! Thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.